Join me right now, back on the show, is eternal MMA strawweight champion, Casey O'Neill. How are you, Casey? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, let's jump into it right away. Your uh, title defense, eternal MMA 46. You took on Jada Ketley, first round submission victory. Take us through that fight and give us your assessment of your performance. Yeah, that fight was awesome. Obviously, really good to get an early finish and be able to go again soon. So it was good. I thought that I performed pretty well. You know, it's what I envisioned. The whole fight camp was like, go in there, head her with some punches, take her down and she'd give me something. So yeah, it all worked out according to my plan, which was cool. When you first engaged, it seemed like you were going to just stand and strike with her. That's what it looked like. You know, I was like, oh, okay, she's going to stand and beg. And then you decided to go into that clinch. Did, did When you engaged with her, when you grabbed her in the clinch, did you feel that you were much stronger than her? Yeah. Um, standing, I also felt like, you know, okay, mm -hmm. I want to stand and bang. I want to prove myself. She was like, obviously, with you and a couple of other people, she was telling them that my striking was, like, not as superior as hers and stuff. So that kind of had a chip on my shoulder there and I wanted to stand with her and be like I can throw hands too but as soon as I grabbed her I realized like oh this is if it goes to the ground like I will finish this quick so yeah I thought should do what my coaches want me to do and take her to the ground and finish it early instead of trying to have an ego bang on the feet you know definitely you know you don't get paid by the minute right yeah exactly finish it quick you know, everybody is their own worst critic. Anything you did not like about that fight, about your performance? Yeah, there was a couple of times when I entered that I didn't really, like, move my head enough. Obviously, with the chip on my shoulder, I just wanted to stand there and throw in the pocket. So I know that my boxing is better than that, but um, I didn't really get to show much of it, which was frustrating. But... I was happy as soon as I went to the ground, she did exactly what I thought she was going to do. It was turn around and give me her back. So I can't be like too upset with it. First round finish, you know, like I said, it's easy and it gets me a chance to give another fight this year. So yeah, I'm just happy to have come out of it without a mark at all. And yeah, ready to go again. You're talking to me from Phuket, you know, before that last fight, you went out and tried out for Tiger Thai. Um, and now you're at Tiger Muay Thai training and getting ready for your next fight. What's the connection there? How did you end up back at Tiger Muay Thai? Yeah, so after the tryouts finished, obviously I didn't get the full scholarship, but um, George and Saya had sat me down and told me they would offer me a year of free training because they really seen some potential in me and wanted me to continue training with the team. So I went home, obviously had that fight, and then decided, like, yeah, nah, I'm going to go and give it everything I've got in Thailand and train under the Hickman brothers. Obviously there's so much knowledge there and Tag Muay Thai has like great training partners. Stand up is like crazy good. So yeah, I just thought why not make the most of the year opportunity that they were offering me. Speaking of training partners, the last time we spoke, you mentioned that at your team, you mainly trained with guys, but now if you look at Tag Muay Thai, there's a, a bunch of women, high level women training there. And you're, you're just another addition to that. And you got always got women coming in from other countries and training with you. Who are your main training partners right now? 
So at the moment, my main training partners are Mel Zeman, who's a flyweight. And I've also got Loma, who's just signed to the UFC. She's a strawweight. We recently had Cynthia Calvillo in through the gym as well. So there's a lot of high-level girls around, obviously, that are regional at the moment too. But um, I've got Wen. She fights for one championship. So there's so many girls, way too many to name. Every day you go in there, there's girls just ready to push you and help you with your training camp and we've all got the same goal so yeah it's awesome how different has your training become because of that because when you step on the mats there's all these women there you can kind of uh lock horns with and engage your 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 level yeah i love it um it's something i've never experienced obviously coming from a gym full of guys so to be able to go with the girls, we all fight around similar weights. Like most of us are straw weights or fly weights. So um, we all get to like push each other strength wise. We're similar so we can go hard and there's like everyone cares about each other's training. So they'll work with you for what your opponent's going to do and stuff. So I think it's awesome. You get all these looks with people that are very similar to who you're going to end up fighting and uh, there's no egos or no bullshit at this gym, so it's awesome. You have been there for five weeks now. What have you added to your regimen that you did not have training back in Australia? Um, obviously, training with the girls is a big thing. I think that that's going to show leaps and bounds in my fight, like improvements-wise. Um, obviously, the Hickman brothers, their wrestling and like cage wrestling, wall work, and just the knowledge of MMA that they have, I think that's going to show through my fights as well, especially working closely at the moment with Frank and George on like how to take, like how to win this fight. I think that'll, that'll show crazy amounts in my fight. I also know that they have like a massive striking department, you know, with the Muay Thai and everything. And then they have the strength and conditioning. Is that part of your schedule right now? Yeah, I've been doing some of the kickboxing K1 classes, some Muay Thai classes, just mixing everything up, standing. Uh, definitely going to dive deeper into the Muay Thai after this fight. Take some months to get like really good at that. So yeah, clinching and conditioning, everything has been helping. Even the heat in Thailand, like being able to push cardio-wise through the conditions that you're training in here is just like such a helpful thing for MMA. All right. Well, now we turn the tables to Eternal MMA 48, your next title defense. You're taking on an undefeated Mickey Motono. What are your thoughts on her? I don't really know much about her, to be honest. Um, I know she's undefeated, obviously, and she's fought on some good shows in Japan, and I'm pretty sure she's pretty popular in japan but she's coming over to australia to fight me for my belt so i know that she's not going to be in for an easy night that's for sure is there a, a different kind of excitement because you're facing someone an international opponent you know someone from a country that has a deep roots in mma yeah i'm really excited for this one like fighting someone with the exact same record as me who's unbeaten coming over obviously she's coming over with something to prove and she's been looked at as a prospect for sure and yeah i'm really excited for that eternal has given me an international opponent to fight um i just get to prove myself one more time that 
you know, I'm better than these girls in Australia and Japan. It doesn't matter where they come from that I can take them out as soon as they get in there. After your last fight, or even before your last fight, you were like, I want to fight Alex Chambers. Was that ever talked about before you got this Japanese opponent? We sent like five, six messages, I'm pretty sure. Like, hounded them, emails. I was sending her inboxes on Instagram, you know. Like, I really did want that fight, but unfortunately, they didn't get back to us at all. We didn't hear anything. So, yeah, we just had to move on, unfortunately. Definitely, you know, well, you know, at least you got somebody that's willing to fight you because, you know, you've you've had a hard time finding opponents. So when you get an opponent from another country to come in, that's always a, a phenomenal opportunity. You know, when you look at this matchup or what type of performance do you see you having? Um, so from what I know about her, obviously, she's a wrestler, sort of judo based girl. So. I'm actually going to stand and bang in this one, I'm pretty sure. You know, keep the distance and finish her striking. I reckon I can get another first round finish to end out the year. This event coming up, Eternal 48, you got four titles on the line with yours included. It's probably the biggest regional show ever to hit Australian soil. You know, what does that mean for you to be on a card like that, especially with UFC 243 happening the next day. Yeah, as soon as I heard about this card, I was like, get me on this card, get me on this card, get me on this card. I wanted to be on it. I knew it was an opportunity that couldn't be missed. Like you said, it's definitely the biggest regional show in Australia that we've ever had. You know, four titles, all the guys that are like the champions at the moment that are fighting on the same night as me are great champions. Um, It's a big weekend for Australian MMA with the UFC Melbourne so a lot of eyes are going to be on it so I just want to wanted to make sure I was on it to be able to show like what I can do you know you never know who can be in the crowd on that night and do you kind of look at this fight as an audition for the UFC I'm definitely taking it as that I mean I take every fight as that because I know that with girls two wins three wins with some good finishes you know you're right there so um when i win this fight it'll be three and oh so with someone watching in the crowd you never know what's going to happen so i'm looking to go out there and put on a dominant performance and for sure hopefully there'll be some eyes watching me after that ufc 43 the next day the main event is robert whitaker versus israel adesanya what is your thoughts on this fight and who do you feel is going to win? I love this fight, I do. Like I don't really want to pick who I would who I want to win more, you know. I want to sit on the fence like if it was a draw that would be great, you know. But um it's so cool to see like a, an Aussie and a New Zealander fighting for an UFC title. Like that's never happened before. So it's big for the country, you know, for Anzac, so I'm thinking Robert Whitaker wins, but as as he's crazy, like anything could happen. So you never know. Yeah, that fight is just beneficial for everybody. You, everybody on the internal card. I think for every athlete, every fighter in the region, it's beneficial for it. Just shows you the level of talent that's that's coming out and that's going to be coming out. Uh, you know, in the years to come. October 4th, you will be entering the cage to defend your strawweight title, Eternal 48. Thank you so much for the time, Casey, and uh, good luck on the fight in your future.
Awesome. Thanks. I'll make sure to jump back on after I win. Talk to you again. <laughs>